the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Hello, good people. It's David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital, and it's Tough Topic Tuesday. So glad you're hanging out with me here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of Washington, D.C., Virginia, Maryland, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. And I'm your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. And guess what we need to build a bridge to today? We need to build a bridge to our millennials that's right. You know, uh, today's topic is millennials and the church. And millennials do God, but they don't do church. In other words, have you heard someone say, hey, listen, I really don't do organized religion. I don't do church, but, I, you know, I, I'm cool with, with God. Is that okay? Uh, let's talk about that today. And let me tell you how we roll, by the way. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays. That was yesterday. Today, Tough Topic Tuesdays. Wisdom Wednesdays. Theological Thursdays, and then, of course, open phone-in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Fridays is fair game. Uh, but today is Tough Topic Tuesday, and the topic is Millennials and the Church. Millennials in the Church. You know, we talked recently about uh, reaching out to different generations. And, uh, you know, last week we talked about even Kanye West coming to church and how many young people got saved at uh, Dr. Jamal Bryant's church when Kanye West showed up. But, you know, what is it that's going to help us reach millennials for Christ? Uh, someone was telling me on my way into the studio that there's a study out right now saying that uh, the millennials may be the loneliest generation, like they have reported being very lonely. So while they're the most connected generation at the same, with regard to devices, they're also maybe the most disconnected uh, when it comes to true relationships. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'm going to open in a word of prayer, as I always do. But let me give you my phone number in case you want to join the conversation. My number is 888-432-7434. Uh, that's 888-432-7434. Or if you're trying to memorize the number, just uh, remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's uh, bow for a word of prayer and ask God to be with us. Lord, we do commit today's show to you, and we're so grateful that you would allow us to have this platform where we can talk with one another because we do believe that comprehension begins with conversation. And so we commit the show over to you now. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. 
couple other ways to get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Or go to my favorite website, which is uh, embracegracism.com. You can always download the app Gracism, and you'll see a little phone icon at the bottom. Hit that phone icon, and it'll come directly to me here in the studio. Well, it is a call-in talk show, and so I want to hear from you. I want to kick it with you. Pull your uh, chair up to the table. Grab your cup of coffee or your Diet Coke, and let's, uh, let's get started on this conversation. The, today's topic, Millennials and the Church. So Millennials are uh, the young generation, right? Those who are probably somewhere between, uh, what is it, 21 and uh, you know 35, something like that, actually need to uh, find out what the exact... Um, uh, age bracket of millennials are, but there are young people today who are uh, very connected with their devices and very connected with texting. Uh, I tend to text more with my kids nowadays than to just kind of talk with them. And even my wife now, we just text. Everybody's texting. Like, what would it happen? What would happen if you could not text all day? Like, you woke up in the morning and you could not text all day. Uh, what would that mean? Like, how would that change your life, right? <laughs> so uh, give me a call and tell me what you think about this. And if you are a millennial, tell me what you think about um, church. Do you do church? And if so, why? I'd love to know why young people go to church. But then if you don't do church, but you still feel like you have a relationship with God, I want to hear why. Why don't you go uh, to church. So I want to hear from the young folk. I also want to hear from uh, older folk as well. Uh, do you feel like it's okay if kids don't do church? You know, we had to go to church no matter what. And so I wonder if you didn't have to, uh, you know, uh, go to church when you were 18, 19, 20, uh, you know, your friends went off to college, right? But your parents said, as long as you're in this house, you have to go to church. Would you elect to go? Uh, and why or why not? And then parents, are you okay with letting your children make a decision not to go to church now that they're, you know, 17, 18, 19? Is that a battle in your house? I'd love to hear from you. Again, my phone number is 888-432-7434 is my number live in studio. So, so far as religious affiliation, 36% of millennials uh, listed that their religion was unaffiliated, which basically means that a third of millennials feel like they're not connected to any particular uh, religion or denomination, although half of them uh, do believe in God. According to one survey, they absolutely believe that God is alive and well. So while half of them believe God is alive and well, uh, ha you know, a third of them don't go to church. And so you have people who believe in God, but they don't believe in church. What do you think all that's about? And by the way, about a third of them uh, say that they actually attend church regularly, whereas one in four, a little bit more than one in four, 28 percent, uh, you know, do go to church once a week at least, which is great. I mean, you know, so one out of four young people that, you know, do go to church. Uh, yet there's another half of them that don't go to church, uh, and yet uh, many of them believe in God. So what's up uh, between uh, not going to church but believing in God? In other words, is there a new target for us as believers uh, to reach out 
for evangelism and discipleship. And the question is, are they unchurched Christians? You know how we talk about reaching the unchurched and we think about non-Christians? How about unchurched Christians? People, regardless of their age, but especially millennials, but unchurched Christians, people who know the Lord, maybe love the Lord, but they don't love church, they don't do church. Are you a part of that segment that's listening to my show? And if so, I want to talk to you because I want to know, why are you not in church? Because you can't find one? Is because you're disillusioned by church? You don't like church anymore? You don't like the pastors? Or one's not near you? Uh, why are you a follower of Jesus Christ, but you're not a church goer? Could you tell me? Here's my number so you can talk to me. 888-432-7434. Now, I'm going to be right back. i got to take a quick commercial break. But when I get back, I want to hear from you. So get in where you fit in. Give me a call. 888-43-BRIDGE. I love Jesus. Just don't love church. Is that okay? Give me a call. join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> they are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? 
Hey, listen, thank you so much for hanging out with me. We are talking on this Tough Topic Tuesday about millennials in the church. We want to know, uh, you know, millennials do God. Many millennials do God, but don't do church. Not all of them. About one in four will go to church regularly, according to surveys. So that's good. What about the rest, though? What's up with that? And so it's so important uh, to understand, you know, why those who are 23 to 38, born in 1981 to 1996, that's what they define as millennials, what's going on with they do believe in God, but they don't do church. Is that okay? And uh, if you are a millennial, call me. I really want to hear from you. I want to learn from you. If you're not a millennial, I want to know what you think uh, about this. Does it concern you at all? All right, 888-432-7434. All right, let's kick the show off with Alan, who's in Lorton, of Virginia. Hello, Alan. How are you today? Hey, Dr. Aaron. I'm fine. Thank you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. So what are you thinking about this topic? Yeah, so, so this is interesting. Um, I was born in 91. I'm 28 years old and okay. grew up in a Christian church. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but it really didn't uh, become a, a part of my life. I didn't want the church to become a part of my life until I was born again. And mm. I, I think the problem is that um, it's one thing to believe in Christ uh-huh. or God. That's another to, to follow him, right? Right, one right. Regenerated. One has a regenerated soul and the other doesn't. Mm. And until uh, that happens in someone's life, um, they are unequally yoked with the church. And it's uh-huh. not really until they, they follow God that they, that they become yoked with the church, that their desires, that the, the desires of the spirit are mm. uh, spirit. And part of that is, is being in the community of the church. So are you, you thinking know, tithing, that um, volunteering you, time and so forth? So are you thinking that um, the reason why you want to do church and go to church as a 28 year old is because you want to follow the spirit, you're connected to God and those that don't, it's because they're maybe not saved yet. Is that what you're thinking? Absolutely. You know, it, it, unfortunately, uh, as great as social media is and as connected as it keeps people, it also is a, uh, a, a breeding ground for cliches. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's very popular to say things like, I'll pray for you mm-hmm. or uh, thank God, but, but not actually mean it right. or uh, have any real connection with what you're saying. Uh-huh. Uh, and so we can be, we can be misconstrued or, or misled into believing that, you know, we're just saved and, and mm-hmm. uh, on God's path when we're not. Do you think, you uh, know, it, it, Alan, do you think that there may be, some young folk out there that are your age that really do love God, but they're just not going to church. They're just not going to church. And if so, why do you think yeah, that is? Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. So I grew up going to church, but really I, I only went you know, to, to keep my mother happy. Uh, she was uh-huh. a single mom and wanted me to go, especially as a young adult. And so I, see, yep. uh, I went with her on Sundays, but, um, the urge to to go to church didn't really become until I was uh, really in connection with Christ. But mm-hmm. but here's the thing: God calls on people at different times in His own perfect timing. Yeah, and we don't know when that is. So, so yeah. I would encourage I would encourage young people who are not there yet mm-hmm. to just keep a Bible laying around. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it was when tough times hit, and uh, 
you know, I had the Bible sitting on my coffee table for years and never even looked at it, but mm. uh, God called it on me to, to look at it one day, and that was the beginning of my walk. And, wow. Uh, I just encourage people to never stop yeah. trying because God is listening whether you feel connected to him or not. Well, yeah, you got to keep seeking God, and I appreciate you listening to the show and contributing to the conversation, Alan. May the Lord bless you, okay? Yes, sir. You as well. Thank you. You've got it. Let's go to Frederick, Maryland, and talk with Mark, who's on the line. Hello, Mark. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Dr. Anderson? I think the reason people don't go to church is they're not hearing anything in church that's really being helpful. Mm. I've been going to church for 47 years, and I don't hear a whole lot that, that that's really that helpful. Mm. So I understand why people go to the park and they jog on Sunday morning and they play <laughs> right. tennis or do whatever. Right. I don't, I don't really hear a lot in church that's really really that helpful. I don't. I don't know. I, how do you feel about that? You're a pastor. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted to call because I, I feel like uh, maybe it's us. Like maybe the church needs to think about how we can be more helpful, more relevant, and drop a word in people's life that is food, you know, spiritual food for their souls. And so I, I, I think that you may be right that there are a lot of people that go to church out of tradition or some other reason but it's easier to go jogging or to go to a movie or to go do something else if you really don't feel like it's worth uh, your time because you're not getting anything out of it. Now, is that the only reason to go to church? Of course not. I'm a pastor. I'm going to tell you there are more reasons. Uh, you know, But I do think that we should have messages that are relevant and usable so that it's not just on Sunday I get a word and on Monday I'm right back to my normal life because that word wasn't something that I could use. So I, I, that's how I feel about it, Mark. And I hope that uh, those that are listening would say, you know what, we want to make sure that our church is useful uh, as well as reverent, but definitely useful to the life of uh, everybody that comes through those doors. Amen? Amen. I hear I agree with you. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot for calling, Mark. I appreciate it. And what about you? Yeah, no problem. Thanks. You got it. What about you? Do you think that church is relevant and, and useful and helpful? And again, is that really the only reason to go to church, right? Uh, there are other reasons that you should be going. Uh, you should be going to offer your gift uh, financially, you, should, you know, to bring a, a gift offering to the Lord, whatever that is. You should be going to offer your gifts uh, to serve, right? Your talents that you have or whatever, right? Uh, you should also go to be in fellowship with other believers uh, as well as to worship the Lord uh, with fellow believers as well, not just in fellowship, but also in adoration and worship. Uh, I think that that's important. Um, koinonia is what the scripture calls this fellowship, this common shared experience that believers are to have. So I think it's important. Well, millennials, we're talking to you. You know, the, that age group, right, from being born from 1981 to 1996, 23 to 38 years old. The topic today on this Tough Topic Tuesday, millennials in the church. Millennials do church, but they don't do, well, no, millennials do God, but they don't do church. Is that okay? Love to hear from you. Let me give you my number, then I'm going right back to the phone line. The number is 888 432 7434. Let's go to Silver Spring, Maryland, and talk to Sanchez, who's on the line. Hello, Sanchez. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. I'm so glad you're hanging with me. What are you thinking? 
I am a faithful Christian millennial, and uh, the thing is, I've witnessed a lot of us, one of the reasons we say because a lot of us, the uh, baby boomers, normally look down on look upon, look down upon us, mm. or judge us the way we come to church, because they believe that we should not come as young, and that's that. And the thing is, many of them held that position. They're not willing to give up their seat so that we can help out as well bring our fresh skills mm-hmm. and mind in for us to bring our non-believers friends or mm-hmm. other believers to come to church. Gotcha. That's another issue. Well, that's, that's good. Thank so if, if, I was just going to say, Sanchez, I'm going to let you go only because our connection is bad, but I got mainly what you're saying, and I'm going to repeat it now. Basically, basically, you're saying that uh, millennials feel judged by the church, and then they're also not being used uh, with for their gifts because other people occupy seats so they don't have a, a place of leadership or service in the church. I get what you're saying, and uh, I'd love to hear uh, what others think about that. Uh, at what point do you allow young people to just go, just lead, serve? How do you um, inspire their gifts to be used? Do they have to be a certain age before they can use their gifts, or can you use them at a young age? And so they're not just attending church, but they're involved in creating what church is. Would love to hear from you. 888-432-7434. I'm going to Washington, D.C. now. I want to talk to Anna, who is on the line. Hello, Anna. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? Hi. I'm doing great. How about yourself? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking about? <laughs> um, I'm not sure because I'm, I'm not a millennial, um, but I, I know um, a lot of people don't go to church. A lot of people raise in church, like myself, um, but I don't maybe I don't maybe go every Sunday, but most of the time I'm in there. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of times what happens is, see, I was raised one way, but mm-hmm. see now things have changed so drastically. It's like the culture we're in now. I think it has to do a lot with the culture. Things have okay. changed so much. Yeah, a lot of things that weren't acceptable when I was growing up, whether you were in or out the church, are just the norm now. Right, and it seems like a lot of things. Um, you know, everything is so instant. You know, when I go to church, you can get everything. You can watch TV Jake. You can watch all these other people on TV, you know, send the money to them and all of that, blah, blah, blah. Also, I think it's a problem with, um, I think a lot of people feel the difference between uh, the dynamics between being in the, you know, the culture as opposed mm-hmm. to being in church. A lot of things in church will get you fired at your job. <laughs> A lot of things in church, you know, the you know the way you teach your church, right? You know, come from the Bible. The 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 society doesn't agree with a lot of that anymore. You could get what they call canceled, as an opinion that's coming from the Bible. Gotcha. So you're thinking maybe talked about that. So you're thinking maybe mm-hmm. more of the tradition. I'm gonna let you go. Appreciate your comment. You're thinking more of the traditional biblical stances might not flow with the younger environment. And, and, and younger um, millennials, so therefore they don't see uh, sort of the traditional things of the scripture as even uh, relevant. It's an old, archaic book, and the, the very things that could get you fired on the job 
this is what people are preaching in church and they may not agree with that. I get your point. Thanks for making it on my show. 888-432-7434. Really just getting started, friends. Uh, in a minute, we're going to be going to the second half of the show, so I want you to stick with me. I still have two open lines. If I were you, I'd get in where you fit in right now so I can get you up on my screen uh, during the commercial break, and then I'm going to come right back to you because I'm looking for uh, Rachel in, on the road in Maryland and uh, Maya in Herndon and Bill in Baltimore, Anonymous in Woodbridge. We're just getting started, so get in where you fit in. Here's my phone number, 888-43-BRIDGE. And the topic today is millennials and the church. Millennials do God, but they don't do church. Is that okay? Here's the good news. Uh, one out of four do go to church. A third don't go to church, but half of them believe in God, even though they don't go to church. And many of them, a third of them, will not necessarily attach to a particular religious affiliation. So that means we have work to do just for that age group. I love to talk some other time about those over 38 and those under 23. But today, it's millennials, 23 to 38. Are you one of them? Give me a call. 888-43-BRIDGE. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts MORE to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text MORE to 85850. That's M-O-R-E to 85850. You're about to hear a commercial for Wave listeners specifically. For a very unique mortgage team that has two very specific things to share with your family. One, the core substance of our mortgage team is faith and family. We're family operated with faith at our core. Two, we're a bit weird. We're a small family run team, but our small team has the advantage of being an arm of a big direct lender. And for you, that means personal care a family run team can give, but with big lending power. We use our own money. We get to make our own decisions, and often that advantage allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you a significant amount of money on new home purchases, cashing out equity in your home, or refinances. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money you have to pay before closing. Nice. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York, NMLS number 1330, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. As a result of refinancing, total financing charges may be higher over life of loan. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. 
Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-620-8844. That's 800-620-8844. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. So glad you're hanging out with me today as we are talking about millennials on this Tough Topic Tuesday. Millennials is that group between ages 23 and 38, born between 1981 and 1986. And guess what? A lot of millennials are doing God. They're just not doing church. Have you heard that before? I believe in God, but I really don't believe in organized religion. Church is not for me. Well, here's my question. Is that okay? Is it okay for the millennial, but is also okay for the church to be like, okay, that's cool with us too. How do we build a bridge between the younger and the older generations? That's what I want to talk to you about. That's what I want to hear from you about. If you're a millennial, give me a call. If you're not a millennial, give me a call. 888-432-7434. All right, listen, let's go right back to the phone lines and talk to Rachel, who's on the road in Maryland right now. Hello, Rachel. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me today. It's a pleasure. Thank <laughs> you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. What are you um, thinking? I, I wanted to, and I'm not a millennial. I'm actually a mom of a millennial. Two millennials. <laughs> there you go. Um, but um, I just, and I try to impress this on my children um, also. We go to church to seek out God. Mm, And um, for me, I just have this ability to uh, really connect with the Lord in worship time Mm -hmm. when we're singing praise songs. And um, I just wanted to tell everyone that's listening, and I say this to my kids too, Mm -hmm. um, and to anyone that all believers, no matter what the age, um, when I'm worshiping, mm-hmm. if people could just, even if you have to close your eyes, mm-hmm. focus on focus on God. Picture Him there on the throne. Right. Right. So, he, so here's the que- here's the question though: Is it different for you as Rachel, the mom, than it is for your two millennials in that same exact service? What do you think about that? Like you can connect and close be. your eyes, but they can't because it's not connecting to them and they need some other kind of genre to really make them connect. What do you think about that? Uh, are you, when you say genre, do you mean a different style of music? Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, a different style of music. Like maybe there's a different style of music that really connects with them to make them really worship God at another level. But then when you get their music, Mom can't really do what mom's talking about right now. We're closing her eyes, hands in the air, 
she's thinking, wow, it's too yeah. loud. It's too rocky. It's too rappy. I can't connect. I can't worship Jesus. <laughs> Actually, we go to a very contemporary church, so okay. that probably doesn't apply in our as far uh-huh. as we are. But I mean, um, we, we sing praise, contemporary praise music uh-huh. at the church I go to. But so everybody I, can I get into I it. I think I could do that. Yeah, I think that I would be able to do that, mm-hmm. um, no matter whether I'm singing hymns right. or um, no matter what. I right. mean, my approach though is that um, worship. I'm when I'm singing, I'm actually singing to him and right. I'm focusing on him. And I notice Yeah, but that, I can do that um, in the sh- I can do I, that in the shower. I'm pushing back on you on purpose here, Rachel, not to be disrespectful. I want to play with you a little bit here and take the other approach, the other side of the argument. Yes, I can close my eyes in the shower and worship Jesus and be in the presence of the Lord. I don't even have to wait till Sunday. What makes Sunday? What makes church so much better? I'm just going to say I really believe that there is something that what he says in his word is true. When two or more are gathered mm, together in his name, there good. he will be. Okay, good. And I just think that I really think that uh, there is just – it's true. Power. I really mm-hmm. do. I just – I'm not going to say that what you just said is wrong. Right, right. I believe that too. right. But, but there's something about walking into church and worshiping collectively with a, a mass body of mm-hmm. Christ worshipers yep. where I I almost can count on I'm it. With, I'm, I can I'm almost with you. count on feeling the presence of the Holy yep. Spirit swell up or inside me and around me. Yeah. And um All right, Miss Rachel, I'm and, gonna keep moving. Usually I'm gonna keep okay. I'm gonna All keep right, moving. But I, I appreciate the phone call. I really do. I gave you a lot of time because I, I, I love your point. I'm right there with you. Uh, that's why I pushed the other side on purpose because so many people have that idea, but you answered it really well. We're two or three are gathered. That's right. Hey, listen, I'm going to run to my break because I have to. But as soon as I get back, I'm coming to you, Bill and William and Anonymous. And whoever wants, wants me, you get one more segment to really get these phone calls in. So if you really have something you want to say or ask, now's the time to do it before I close the phone lines. 888 Four, three, bridge. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is a new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. 
Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you? We're talking about millennials in church. Uh, do they do church? Well, some of them do, but some of them don't. And they uh, pretty much uh, say, I believe in God. I just don't do church. Well, guess what? That's not a millennial problem only. You know, that's a, that's a problem with a lot of believers. They say, I believe in God, but they are just too busy for church. They've got uh, kids that are playing soccer and basketball and travel teams. They uh, are, are sleeping in, watching Meet the Press, going golfing, working. There's so many reasons not to go to church. So I'm just kind of pressing it a little bit. It's kind of a tough topic. I mean, yes, thank God I, I'm pastoring a church that's a, alive and thriving, and we've got a lot of millennials. We've got a lot of young people, older folks. It's multi-generational, multicultural. took tw over 25 years to cultivate that kind of a church. But your average church in America is, uh, you know, 75% of them are under 150, 90% of them are under 90 people, and the churches are literally dying. There are for sale signs out in front of churches. Churches are aging out, uh, and church growth is not up. It's down. Now, mega churches are growing, but overall churches are not, especially denominational and, and mainline churches. And so I think we do have an issue. We do have a problem. I want to talk to you about it. I want to hear from you on it. My number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Let me go ahead and take uh, Bill, who's in Baltimore, Maryland. Hello, Bill. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm I'm great. How are you doing? Oh, today? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking today? Um, I am a millennial, um, and I've been listening to your radio show. And I I am I consider myself spiritual, and I believe in God, uh, but I do not attend church. I am part of the demographic we're speaking. Okay, about. <laughs> it's you. Uh, <laughs> it's you, Bill. Uh, I, <laughs> you I'm even listen. A, you even listen to Christian radio. But why do you not attend church? Um, I will, I, I've got a couple of theories. I know why I personally don't, but as a, a mass, uh, reason, I've got a couple of theories. Um, I think, uh, the rigidity or even if there's not a rigidity, um, I, I think most people, most millennials have, are just convinced that church has a rigidity mm -hmm. that they just won't jive with. Um, okay. and, and like you said, mainline churches are dying and mm -hmm. they were, we were all raised in mainline churches. So that homey feeling, mm. we don't, we're not, we're not in the hometowns where we grew up. Ah, we're, we're all over the place. Right. So it's hard to find a place where you're a trust level where you can walk in the door. You know what I mean? Mm. And, you're, and you're suspicious because all, all, all mainline churches have been riddled with scandal here and there. Right. You know, it's no secret. Right. Uh, and, and so you, 
people are we're much more suspicious. And like I said, you're not generally we're not where we grew up. Um, so mm. it's, uh, that's what I think are the two factors: moving mo- a lot of movement, and then just general. Because even I remember there was a, a financial scandal uh, at the little church that I grew up in. Mm. And, and not that I really had was you know my awareness level wasn't. Cause I remember I was probably ten or twelve, but uh, you know you heard the adults talking about it, and you're thinking, in the Lord's house, this is happening. Like, you know? Right, right. So so scandal, <laughs> suspicion, and also. Uh, transitory moving from place to place and so okay now you told me all that you told me all that with all those folks now i want to hear from you why don't you go uh so i i was raised in a catholic uh setting and i i just uh i have a, a daughter and i would i would just never mm. uh, i would never put my daughter in a place where a, a woman couldn't have the same power as a man i just uh, would never do that gotcha. so it, it, it just to me that's just not you know, I, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know, and I know that's not for everybody and, right. and, and that's perfectly fine. But so to find that, that new home or that new spot has mm. been, I think about it all the time. Like you said, really? I, I listen to Christian radio when I'm on my yeah. commute home. Now, do you so, have to go to I, Catholic you know, I church? I just haven't taken the big leap. Do you feel like you have to go you to Catholic currently? church? No, no, I don't. I, okay. I don't feel like that at all. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but like you said, I, I, I grew up in Indiana so I, and I'm here in Baltimore living yeah. now. So again, it's everything strange and different. Sure, and, uh, I got you. It's just a big leap you got to take. Yeah. Hey, so where in the Baltimore area do you live? Uh, uh, Kurtz Bay. How far away is that from Owings Mills, Reisterstown? Do you know? Uh, not too far, probably 15, 20 minutes. All right, so I want you to come check me out sometime, all right? At least give it a shot. Okay, I will. Bring your daughter. I'll give it a whirl, man. Yeah, man. Just go to bridgeway.cc and look for the Owens Mills campus. We opened up a campus there just about a year or so ago. And here's the thing. I want you to visit it with your daughter, and I want you to call me back sometime, even if it's on an open phone in Friday, and tell me what you think about it. Even if it's Even if it's critical feedback that can help make the church better, I'm open to hearing it, okay? Gotcha. Thank you very much, sir. You got it, Bill. Thanks for listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Let me go to Anonymous, who's in Woodbridge, Virginia. Hello, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing? I'm just fine, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for calling me. I'm, I'm on a ladder here. <laughs> I'm coming down. Oh, okay. Uh, be long on the Please ground. don't fall. <laughs> anyway. Um, I've never heard someone listening to my show while on a ladder, so I'm impressed, but please don't fall, Okay. <laughs> Anyway, this church uh, attending is, is fascinating to me because if you have not learned as a child that you go not because you have to go, but because there's something special happening, mm-hmm. and if the parent doesn't explain, you are going as a child to, to have a relationship with the words of God, and mm-hmm. then it grows and grows, then this church-going business uh, is going to be rote, and uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people will be turned off. Right. I at least I at least was turned off yeah. with a Catholic background. I mean, yeah. it goes back beyond the millennial, millennial age. Right. Of course. But well, I am I am fascinated with young people, and I am trying to listen and say nothing. I had two uh-huh. handymen, and they spotted off. Oh, you know this is so, and you know this is so, and I just listened okay. and listened Good. and listened. They have a small percentage of knowledge and they have a big appetite for more Mm. so what yes what churches in general Uh i think need to do Mm -hmm. is first of all be 
welcoming, be welcoming. And not just at the door and saying anybody who is interested in the Word of God is welcome, mm-hmm. not as it is in some congregations. Yeah. Well, if you're not a, <clears throat> right. you cannot come to communion. <clears throat> if yeah. you're not, <clears throat> you can't come in the door, now, that type of thing. Anonymous, I got to uh, I gotta keep moving only because I have a couple minutes left, so let me see if I can grab William and Vienna really quickly. Hello, William. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking, sir? Hello, Dr. Anderson. Hello. Bless, sir. Blessings to you. What are you thinking today, sir? I just want to tell you about some some great and good news, though, Dr. Anderson, mm-hmm. for the young people and young millennials that I'm African-American and I go to an African-American Episcopal AME church okay. in the Washington, Washington D.C. area. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We're also in Baltimore and Virginia, too. Excellent. So we're doing some fantastic things, uh, Dr. Anderson, with young people where we have Youth Summit, mm-hmm. where we take them to, like, Hampton, Virginia, and, and teach them, you know, Christian values and things like that. We mm-hmm. have uh, scholarships for them to go to college mm. in the church. We also, you know, have, like, the third Sunday is the Youth Sunday. Mm. So the third Sunday being the youth Sunday, they do everything except preach. So it sounds like you have a young people receiving things that are helpful and needful for them, whether it's scholarships, whether it's, uh, you know, the youth summit or even whether, uh, you know, it's a Sunday where they get to uh, have the service sort of focus on lifting them up. Thank you, Nathaniel. I really do appreciate that because those are some really good i uh, those are some really good ideas. Um, William, my bad. Those are some real good ideas, William. That can be helpful when young people realize when I go, I actually can be blessed. Let me go to Nathaniel. He's my last caller before the break. Hello, Nathaniel. Welcome to the show from Sterling, Virginia. How are you? How you doing, Nathaniel? Doing wonderful. Hey, what are you thinking, sir? Um, I think um. See what? So when they get to the they don't see that spiritual need. Meaning spiritual need. Yes. I understand. So like instead of that, we, we, we are taught like games and et cetera. Yeah. So when growing up, most men, men uh, no, I can't pronounce the word, but uh, we start to be consumed with the things of the world. Yeah, yeah. And, hey, uh, and Nathaniel, I'm going to jump in right here. There's a little bit of a... Uh, feedback and background in your uh in your phone call so i don't know if you're on a speaker or on a bluetooth or whatever but we caught most of what you were trying to say and uh that was about a, the spiritual uh background i think of uh, millennials hey listen when i come back i'm going to kind of tie this all together uh so hang on with me and i'll be right back this is real talk with dr david anderson Names matter. Your name, the name you've made for yourself, and the name of the company you represent. Because of you, their names people can trust. 
That's why at 4imprint, every name and logo is printed with certainty. We pay attention to every detail because we know the way your name appears is the way it's remembered. So you'll know for certain that every item, from the right apparel to the most popular tech items, will be right the first time, on time, every time, at a great price, guaranteed. Because when you have passion, integrity, and certainty, the only name they'll remember is yours. Explore thousands of promotional products at 4imprint.com. That's the number 4, imprint.com. 4imprint, for certain. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in Washington, D.C.? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll be introduced to our three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Washington, D.C. area who want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Washington, D.C. is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where we'll share how to get started making money flipping houses and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82000. Varicose and spider veins. Wow, what a gift from my mom. She had them, I got them, and not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and I really hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked me, what are those things on your legs? I was done. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The procedure took about an hour, and I was right back to work. The staff made me feel so comfortable. And the results? Well, even my husband has noticed. Vein Clinics of America has been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced in the U.S. Look, I've been doing the commercials for vein clinics for years because I really believe in them, and you can trust them too. The best part? My insurance covered the procedure, so stop hiding your legs. Call Vein Clinics right now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-656-9393. 800-656-9393. That's 800-656-9393. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so much for your support. And I want to thank Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing for their support as well. They bless the show with $500 every time they do business with one of my listeners. And so if you want a waterproofing company that can get the mold and mildew out of your house or give you a brand new roof at a good price, tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you and get them in there 
for a free inspection. Their phone number is 844-980-3707. That's Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. And then also I've got several students who are getting their master's and their doctorate degree at Omega Graduate School down in Dayton, Tennessee. You also have to go to England at some point to Oxford University as well as the Library of Congress in D.C., but you can do it at your own pace over a three- to six-year period and get your master's and your doctorate. So check out Omega Graduate School where I'm the chancellor, okay? 800-933-6188. Their number again is 800-933-6188, or you can always just check them out online, ogs.edu. A big thank you to uh, Jeffrey McGraw, who's online. Uh, That's my nephew, as well as uh, Ellen Harris and Rebecca Rodriguez. Teresa Ann Smith is on my Facebook page. Penny Lynette Green and Johnny Wawa. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Not to mention Andrew Altman, the president and owner of Best Buy Waterproofing. Connie Robinson and my normal uh, folk who I just love to see. They're almost like a part of the family here. Linda Genty, Iskerzak, and Delbert Pope. So thank you, Joan King and Lynn Streeter Childress. So glad uh, that y'all are with us as well as uh, Tori Anderson, Vastoria Tori Edmondson Anderson. So tell all your friends that they can always tune in on my Facebook Live page. You can also see me on YouTube. Again, it's at Anderson Speaks. Copy the link and send it to someone. You can do that at any time. And then the log of all my shows are right there on my Facebook Live page and my YouTube channel. And by the way, if you go to the YouTube channel, since it's new, just hit subscribe, would you? And hit notification, and whenever I come up, you'll see me there. Uh, You can help me grow that as well. And as the audience grows, the content will grow as well. Well, tomorrow is Wisdom Wednesday. You're not going to want to miss the show tomorrow. We're going to talk about anxiety. Can it be good for you? Hmm. We'll find out tomorrow on Wisdom Wednesday. The number you're going to call me at tomorrow is the same one you called me at today, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, that you are the God of all generations and all ages, and help us to know how to love one another, reach one another, and worship together as family. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together everyone said, Amen and amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.